Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi there, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and across the Six Nations as Europe's elite go head-to-head in rugby's oldest international competition. Each week, we'll be looking at the QBE predictor, which forecasts the results of each round of matches. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks and this is The Leader. They're supposed to be places for socialising, dancing and catching up with friends. But for many young women in the country, nightclubs are associated with fear, risk and worry. And it's all down to one thing, spiking. There's been a recent rise in a sinister form of people being spiked through injections. The National Police Chiefs Council recently confirmed there have been at least 56 confirmed reports of some form of injection spiking in the last two months. It's led to students and young women across the country boycotting nightclubs this week to raise the profile of the issue. 22-year-old student Petra Mirozovic-Sorgo helped set up the movement after being spiked herself. I had a couple people react to my spiking in a negative way. One of them actually kicked me out their house after I'd been spiked, saying that, oh, I was just too drunk and I was putting it on. I've lost eight hours of memory. I concussed myself falling down her stairs. I was throwing up. She runs the Girls' Night in Loughborough Instagram account and explains what she hopes the boycotts will achieve. It's rarely ever reported, rarely ever followed up. And we'd love for something to be put in place, whether it's an anonymous tip line or something, to help catch the perpetrators and just to make those who've been spiked feel a bit better or feel that they've been listened to. Now, feature writer for The Evening Standard, Katie Strick, has been speaking to some spiking victims taking part in the boycott. Katie, some of these spiking stories have been horrific, haven't they? They've been some very upsetting stories, as you would imagine, with this kind of subject. Obviously, spiking, unfortunately, is nothing new. You know, it's been going on for years. What's really struck me, and I think everyone reading this article and speaking to people this week, has been... The numbers, I mean, it's it's shocking. There was a survey done by student website, The Tab, which showed that half of all students, well, half of all the people that did the survey know someone who's been spiked this term, and we're only in October, and they found that 2,600 students so far believe they've been spiked in just September and October, which is, I found, very shocking. So there's those numbers, really, you know, for some reason, it seems to have really, really shot up this, this term. And then on top of that, there is this frightening new iteration, which is needle spiking or injection spiking. There are growing reports recently of people being spiked through these injections. Incredibly frightening. What do we know about this so far? 
It seems to be quite a complex issue. There seems to be quite conflicting medical advice, but of the interviews with scientists that I've read, it basically seems as though they don't know the actual drug being used yet. They've said it could be rehypnol, which is something that's been used for years. It's sort of known as the date rape drug. People have said it. You know, it's it's a complicated one because. It would need a lot of medical expertise to know how to administer correctly, let alone subtly in a club very quickly. Um, but they've said it's not impossible. And there are 56 people who ha- who are exhibiting these puncture wounds and they, they clearly have come from somewhere. Now, this boycott has taken place to try and get more traction on the issue. They're also trying to get clubs to take action, aren't they? I think the solution from people I've spoken to is sort of twofold. There's those things that clubs can do. And there were some other things I didn't mention, which were sort of better safeguarding protocols. So as soon as a staff member joins, having this particular training, one activist was suggesting having drug amnesty boxes on the doors. Don't know if that would work, but it's an idea. So she was suggesting things like a 24-hour victim hotline, having obviously greater prison sentences for offenders if people are found to be doing this and also just encouraging people to keep reporting. I know a lot of victims are sort of deterred from reporting because they think nothing is going to be done. I'm one of a huge statistic. But actually, I think that is the thing, is is the statistics are what's driving this change. And considering just how big this boycott seems to be with the petition MPs getting involved, do you think the campaign can gain some real traction now? I think so. I hope so. I've never seen you know so much reporting on spiking before and, and everyone you speak to I was shocked quite how much um, this has rocked, you know, university students. I knew it would be a big topic, but it seems to be sort of the biggest topic on campuses. You, you really do feel for them. They've had a really tough 18 months students. They've just finally come back after COVID and are having some semblance of normality and getting really excited to go to clubs. Some of them freshers coming to university for the first time, having had a terrible sick form. And then this, and you just think, what could it possibly be next? But I do think... You know, students are very vocal these days. They're very good at rallying together. The fact that it's being taken so seriously by MPs is fantastic to see, and rightly so. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back tomorrow at 4pm.